everybody, superfan Giovanni here for another two-part classic Loveline installment. First up, Loveline episode 331 from January 5th, 1997, a Sunday night show. The guest was supposed to be Anthony Michael Hall, but it appears he's no-showed. This is a partial recording. Adam spoke to him last week, thinks he's a great guy, an actor, and his friend's kissing his ass, saying he couldn't figure out how a guy was so funny at the age of 15. Adam reveals that Michael told him he was now 48, so Adam says uh, that and his uh, no-show has led to his love starting to wane. They have no idea where he could be, and they hope something tragic hasn't happened to him. And then Adam jokes if he doesn't show up in the next 10 minutes, he'll uh, make sure something tragic happens to him. Adam tells the story of his buddy Snake and his pet Pitbull. Adam was supposed to go running with Todd, and he explains how Todd, Snake, uh, ended up on the People's Court. You can actually see that very episode on YouTube. Adam goes in-depth on what happened on the People's Court episode and talks about his friend Snake, the legend. Sadly, they did not get into the story of the Galleria Mall and the punk with the chain flail weapon. They will eventually. Next up, Loveline 352 from February 3rd, 1997, a Monday night show. This is another partial episode with a phoner from Chris Hardwick. It's a no-guest show, but he calls in, and he seems he stayed on air quite a bit. Unfortunately, it cuts off in the middle of his call. The show opens at the beginning of the episode and continues for the, through the first two breaks. Adam and Drew do a bunch more gambling. Adam is about the terms two minutes to post and Dr. Drew reveals he's only been to the racetrack twice in his life. Adam gets on a tangent about Chuck Connors and his 1970s TV show Thrill Seekers and then Chris Hardwick calls in. He says he's 25 and bored and you can hear Jacinda in the background, his current girlfriend at the time from MTV's The Real World London. Adam demands to know who gave him the hotline number. This episode highlights how Chris Hardwick had a unique relationship with Loveline, unlike any of their other guests, not too dissimilar from Alec Baldwin in Adam Kroll's current podcast, or Loveline for that matter. As per usual, this was recorded in 1997. Some of the medical advice may be out of date. Please consult your own physician or contact Dr. Drew and Mike Catherwood on Current Day Loveline, 1-800-LOVE-191. Listener discretion is advised. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast One, on Facebook, Podcast One there as well, and PodcastOne.com, the home of all your Fair podcast. Mahalo and get it on. The following program is a podcast one.com production. A lot of problems in my past, and now my life is going better. It's going good. Well, don't feel guilty about that. It's happening. All right, uh, but listen, you loved him, and he knows. Uh, he, he knows you did. Yeah. And and, and believe me, uh, listen. This happens every day, and and it, it happens over and over again. People pass away. And people never had a chance to uh, tell them the way they really felt or blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's the biggest regret of all siblings, of lovers, of loved ones, uh, co-workers, whatever it is. Somebody passes away tragically, uh, oftentimes quickly, and, and, and then people have to live with it. And this is why, by the way, uh, live your life in such a way that if something happened to you, uh, you know, uh, tomorrow, tonight, uh, whenever, that you wouldn't feel like you had a whole bunch of unfinished business. I mean, that you had to tell people the way you really felt. I always think about this. And I, and I think, here's how, here's how you know if your life is going well. Uh, two ways. Uh, one is my phone test. Uh, when the phone rings, uh, if you sprint to the phone, uh, things aren't going well. You're, you're lonely, you're desperate. If the phone rings and you just keep, let it uh, keep letting it ring, you cringe, you and, you, cringe. Don't, and you, you screen the call, uh, things aren't going well. It's somewhere around the second or third ring where you're healthiest. And the same thing with, uh, with uh, um, unfinished business. Uh, if you, uh, everyone, do this. Just take a second. Say, uh, take inventory for a second. Mm. If you died uh, five minutes from now. Or if somebody you knew did. Or, uh, no, no, no. No. All right, if you died, please don't screw with me. I'm going to kill you, and we'll actually do a test here uh, in in the studio. Everyone, do play along at home. Uh, If you died uh, five minutes from now, would you spend the next five minutes frantically calling people, telling them you're sorry, telling them uh, I I I know I never said it, but I love you, or could you just uh, you know uh, masturbate once and uh, call the life like I would do? I think I would be all right. I, I think the people I know know the way I feel. Mm, I've never told me how you feel. <laughs> I hate you, man. <laughs> See, you I don't worry about. No, but you know what I mean? Take inventory. And if, and if, if you realize that you'd have to spend at least three days calling people and apologizing for crappy things you did to them, uh, go ahead and call them now. That's right. Okay. It's a little uh, half-baked uh, wisdom from the uh, nappy-headed sage on a Sunday night on Loveline. Here's Loveline before deworming. Here's Loveline after getting fixed. Here's Loveline chewing out its stitches. Here's Loveline dragging its butt across the carpet. Bad Loveline. Bad Loveline. Petflow.com, man. Love these guys. Want to welcome our new sponsor, Petflow.com. 
Pets have taken over our lives. I love my Molly girl. Tired, though. Got to go get the food. Got to schlep it in. Got to drag it up the driveway. Petflow.com. They take care of all that. The most convenient place on the web to buy your pet food. Schedule your pet's food and have it shipped free. That's right. Right to your front door. That's all. Stop thinking about it. Check that box. More than 200 health-conscious pet brands to choose from. So if your pet likes it, they got it there. And then no more arguing with your wife. Who's going to run out? What are they going to eat? PetFlow.com forward slash ace. Save time. Save money. Do it today. Check every day because they have doorbusters. Great prices. Prices as low as a penny. You can try PetFlow.com today. Get 20% off your pet's favorite food. Go to www.petflow.com forward slash ace. Help support the show. That's petflow.com forward slash ace. Save money, save time. Support the show. Petflow.com. Don't be stupid. Now's the time to listen to Honey Badger's Badass Animal Podcast. Don't you know that each week, every Friday, we're going to bring you the world of animals, amazing animal stories, interviews, a whole bunch of fun stuff right to your eardrums. Tune in and tell the world. It's Honey Badger's Badass Animal Podcast. The only place to be to listen to it is right here on PodcastOne.com for animals. Uh, Loveline with uh, Adam Carolla and Doctor Who. I have no idea where he is. Uh, on the phone again. Hey, I like this song. What is this? You don't know. Oh, this is no doubt. Oh, boy, do I hate this song. <laughs> ah. All right, I put a curse on them, and uh, they've now uh, played every single song off of the Tragic Kingdom. You kindly put a curse okay. on me, uh, Drew. For your birthday, I'm going to put a curse on you. Uh, Anthony Michael Hall is uh, not here. I have no idea where he is. Uh, spoke to him uh, last weekend, or was it the weekend before? Week ago. Week ago. Yeah, like, like, like you know, Drew. All right, the point is, he's a great guy. Yeah. And, uh, and a real funny actor. I always uh, I thought, like, uh, Weird Science was really funny, and uh, Breakfast Club and all that, 16 Candles, and he was always hysterical. I couldn't figure out how a guy was so funny at, like, 15. Yeah. But uh, apparently he was 32 when he did those roles because he told me he was 48. But um, a real funny guy, real nice guy, sweetheart of a guy. And uh, my love is waning, though. <laughs> I got to tell you, I have no idea where he is. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll work that out. But I don't want to condemn him because uh, something tragic could have happened to him. Or will if he doesn't show up in the next uh, 10 minutes. Jessica, 18. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, with the radio still up in the background. Yeah. You want to turn that down? All right, we'll just hold on a second. Here, turn that down. Yeah, it's down. Right. She learned her lesson, Adam. Good job. <laughs> She's learning to use her feet like a monkey. How come you had, had we had to hold on the first time you turned it down, but this time you were able to turn it down? Well, I was a little bit more ready for it. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, uh, well, I have a situation, and it's kind of like I have a girlfriend and a boyfriend, and... um. I don't really know what to do because he wants to get together with me and my girlfriend, but I feel kind of uncomfortable about it all. Uh, the wallets are coming out now, uh, Jessica. <laughs> and we're doing some gambling. <laughs> Is that all right? Drew, I I, I, I'm, I'm a little light tonight. Uh, uh, Drew, I got that gift certificate you got me. <laughs> From uh, what gifts? What you do? Get me a. What, Drew got me a uh, an Armani exchange uh, gift certificate. Uh, hey, fifty bucks, uh, Drew. Well, you want to hold this as collateral? Yeah, that's right. All right, you put a buck in for me. Yeah. All right, it's a little anticlimactic when we're gambling with the same person's money. It <laughs> takes all the sting off when you lose. By the way, right? That's right. It's sort of like the people's court. Remember the people's court? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I had a friend who was on the people's court. Uh, two of my uh, loser Hesher buddies, uh, Snake. And uh, Gilligabber. What have they done? Uh, Snake was jogging with Gilligabber. Yeah. And uh, Snake had a pit bull. And uh, while they were jogging, and I was supposed to go jogging with them, but I just couldn't make it uh, that day. We'd go, we'd go work out boxing, and we'd go jogging. This is many years ago. And uh, we we didn't have treadmills uh, like uh, you like you rich folk over there. But um, the uh, pit bull tore after a cat. And uh, the cat, like, jumped off the roof and, like, sprained its paw. 
And the woman uh, was suing Snake for damages. For the uh, cat? For the cat. Oh. Okay. The, n- nothing more surreal, by the way, than seeing two I- idiots you grew up with on the people's court. <laughs> uh, stuffed into, uh, uh, you know, sport coats they borrowed from their dad and uh, bad ties. And uh, there they are in front of Wapner. And it was all the rage because this was about, this must have been about seven years ago when all this pit, anything with a pit bull was huge. Uh, Remember? Pit yeah, bulls attacking everybody. Yeah. yeah, at least out in California or Southern California. So there they were. But here's the deal. Uh, and it was real funny because when Snake left, uh, Snake lost. And uh, hearing uh, my friend uh, Gilligabber uh, describing uh, how the cat jumped off it, because the guy's like Jim, Jim Ignatowski from Taxi. <laughs> he was talking about, you know, he's making noises and talking about how the cat bottomed out, and she sort of scampered, and he was doing like a cat scampering. Uh, uh, Wapner was not amused. I think Rusty enjoyed it. But uh, on the way out, Llewellyn, uh, Doug Llewellyn, uh, cornered him, as they normally do. And, they, well, I guess we all learned a valuable lesson. You'll be keeping that dog on a leash from now on. And Snake said, uh, no, I won't. And he said, well, you know, it's the law. I'm not going to put it on a leash. Well, you'll you have to keep... No. <laughs> it was a very uncomfortable uh, moment on the people's court. But the point is, is this. They pay for the damages. If you lose, they pay. You understand? Snake did not have to reach into his own pocket, even though he lost, huh. because the producers pay for it. They don't huh. want you to say it, but they pay for it. Wow. So I thought to myself, <laughs> why is everyone who loses so upset when they're not paying? You know what I mean? Losing face. You drive down the street, you splash someone's car, they sue you because you ruined the paint at 650 bucks, but you don't pay. Right. Well, who gives a crap? It's always like, yeah, well, well. What did your friends say when you ask them that? What do you mean? <laughs> Did you ask your friends why they were, were they upset when they lost? No, he wasn't upset. He was just telling Doug Llewellyn he's not keeping oh, the I dog see. on a leash. Right, he was right. just giving Doug a hard time. That's all. Right. Uh, all right, so Jessica, you... Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, yes, we're gambling. Yes. All right, hold on a second. Should we be gambling on you, Jessica? Oh, yes. Yes, well, please. I, yeah. don't, I, yeah. don't, I just I don't know what to do. I've talked to the friends that I can talk to about it. Uh, okay, you're gambling. And they, right. they just seem... I don't know, they're... Okay, we're gonna. Well, get let's, let's get let's 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 get on with this here a little bit here. And why why is you can maintain relationships with a, a boy and a girl? Well, um, he he knew about it. He's known well, about why it. Why do you think that's appropriate behavior? Well, I'm not saying it's appropriate, but it's what I want to do, and he doesn't seem to have a problem with it. The only thing is, he wants to join in. Uh huh. And so he... I'm not sure how I feel about that. Uh huh. I mean, it's like I want to make him. I I don't know. Um. I want to make him happy, but I also want to feel comfortable with it. And I don't even know how to talk to my girlfriend about it. All right, let's you know? uh, why can't you let's just have... gamble? Yeah. All right, All right hold on, Jessica. Okay. All right. Um, you go first, Drew. No, you. You're the one who reached for the wallet. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna just be creative with this one. All right. Uh, mm. Raised in a foster home. Wow. Uh, abused by one of the kids there. <clears throat> really. All right, this is looking like easy money for me now. Yeah, I'm, I'm going out of that. Uh, I don't want to go too far. I could just go the easy alcoholic. Uh, yeah, yeah. Dad's an alcoholic route. Yeah, that'd be reasonable. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I'm betting with your See, money. We're not, we're I'm not, taking not, your advice. I'm we're, hedging. We're not getting right. enough from her to, to All right, really... You, you're going... Uh, I'll, I'll tell you. That, that's part of her syndrome. She's got... This is let's, let's broaden yours. Uh, felt up uh, by a peer. All right. Early on, yeah, possibly okay. a neighbor. All right. All right. Maybe family's okay, but was all right. Good, good, good. good. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, dad, abusive dad. Oh, you're giving me felt no, up. No, yeah, you go with felt up by peer. Okay. I'm right. going with abusive dad. All right. All right. All right, Jessica. Jessica. Yeah. All right. What's going on? Well, um, I was neither felt up by a peer or abused by dad. Oh, son of a bitch. No, neither one. I don't know. I mean, it's like when I was about 13, I guess, I just started. I had a friend that I just began gaining interest in. A female. Yeah. Yeah, but that, that we're, not, we're not questioning it based on your sexual orientation. We're, yeah. we're, we're, we're questioning based on the chaos in your relationships. Uh, Drew, the, dig in a little. Come yeah. on. Get what, something out of her. Ring her a little, Drew. What was what was your family like? Were they, are your parents together? Um, no, they're divorced. How old were they? Were you when they split? About eight. And I how guess. how are things going at that point? Well, um, they went okay, and then I I I guess I started getting high and stuff, and then I got uh, locked uh, up. Uh, I was locked up for a year. Locked up. Yeah. What does that mean? In jail. In juvenile jail. When? How old were you when that happened? Um, I was fifteen. And what happened in jail? Were things kind of heavy there? What? 
Were things kind of tough when you were in jail? <laughs> they were light well, and frilly, I mean, Drew. There was, well, there was lots of gay people there. But you were already uh, sort of gay uh, prior to that, Yeah, right? yeah. And, and again, back. let's go back earlier. When, when you were, uh, I mean, why all this antisocial behavior? What was your, did your family beat you at all? Strike no, you? No, I mean, I, that's what I don't understand. I mean, I'm comfortable with who I am, but I don't understand how I got that way because everybody else has something traumatic, but I never really did. Well, I mean, your parents broke up when you were eight. How were things before that? Well, my dad married my teacher. teacher. I mean, when they got broke up. That's kind of rough. That's about the only strange thing. Uh, okay, so dad worked. He didn't drink. No one smacked you around. Nope. Uh, brothers or sisters? Yeah, I've got I've got a baby brother. He's two and a half, getting ready to be three. And no, I've got a 15-year-old brother. So the 15-year-old brother was there when this all went down. Yeah. And what's he, what's he like? Well, um, my little, he's pretty cool, I guess. Um, Is he having similar he, kinds of problems? What kinds of problems? Similar? Um, no, he's... He's never had any pun. No, nope, he's not gay or anything. Not, I'm not gay is not what we're after here. That's not yeah. the problem. No, um, he's the problem is you're antisocial. You have manifested criminal behavior. You're doing drugs, and you can't maintain a relationship with a male or a female. Oh, I'm. See, that's the that's the thing is, um, I'm not doing drugs now, and I have a relationship with both of them. But the problem is, is they want to get it all together and have. Sure, give the woman credit. She's like, it's like having two jobs. You yeah. wouldn't criticize someone <laughs> no, for having two jobs. Not She's balancing two relationships. I, I sus- clearly, the relationship with a guy is not much of a relationship because all he's interested in is is his sexual gratification. By I going. don't know. Yes, yes. How oh, long have you been with the guy? Hmm? How long have you been with the guy? Oh, about a year. All right, you're pregnant? No. Do you have any kids? Oh, no. No. Good. All right, uh, don't have any kids, and uh, if you're serious about the guy, uh, don't let him in on uh, the extra crotch that is floating around in your relationship. But he already knows that's the problem. I know, but don't don't let him him paw the extra crotch. Why can't you commit yourself to one of these people? Because I love both of them. I mean, I love being with both of them. Same with me. I loved all the angels. Uh, I love uh, 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 Jackie and Chris and uh, Farrah. I loved them all. Uh, I really couldn't. It would would be unfair to me, Drew, to nail me down to one of them. Mm. You know? Poor Jessica. (laughs) Okay. All right. uh, Jessica, uh, she doesn't need to be in, in any kind of relationship. Not right now. All right. Uh, we split on that. So give me my dollar back, Drew. <laughs> Ernie, the world's fastest drummer for Loveline. Too, 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 too high. When I'm not drumming, up a storm. <laughs> what was the rest of it? Loveline will be right back. If it's not, sue me or something. Let's face it, going to Costco or Sam's Club can be really kind of a frustrating experience. Long lines, giant carts banging into you, big crowds, impossible to find a parking spot, and can be certainly a big time waster. Well, now fortunately, Boxed.com helps alleviate these issues. Boxed.com allows you to do all your wholesale shopping on your mobile device. No membership fees, and all the shipping is free for orders over $60. Boxed.com has hundreds of products similar to Costco and Sam's Club. Do you want to save yourself from the embarrassment of buying large quantities of, say, TP in public? Well, now Box.com is here to help you, and it will deliver hundreds of bulk-sized products right to your door, and again, for free for orders over $60. So just sit back, relax, and shop at your leisure online or on your mobile device. We'll notify you when your orders ship and when they're delivered. Stop paying retail and save yourself the headache and backache. With Box.com, we bring the big box club experience to you. Save time, gas, and membership fees with Boxed Wholesale, the big box club in your pocket. So get on your mobile device, visit Box.com, and enter promo code ADAM on the checkout screen for your 15% discount. Take to our nipples. Ah, uh, yes. Love line. Phone number 1-800-LOVE-191. Fax number 310-854-4455. Mike, 21. Hey, what's going on? Hey. Uh-huh. All right. Um, you guys are great. Thank you. Um, I got a problem. Oh, Adam's going to come to life again. Okay. Um, I have, like, an addiction to... Um, going to adult movie theaters. Mm-hmm. And, um... How is it affecting you? What's happening? Well, it's, uh... It's the only time that I, I masturbate. 
But but how often are you going? Really? Yeah. How often are you going? Uh, between two and three times a week. No. Oh. Says that's it for the masturbation. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's kind of funny that a guy who uh, masturbates in porn theaters masturbates a, about a tenth as much as I masturbate, and I stay home and masturbate. You know what I mean? It's like uh, it's like someone who does heroin, but only does it you know once a month. Right. You know, you know because you're pretty deep in if you're doing it. You're doing it at the theaters. Uh, yeah, actually, it's not like a theater. It's like a you know a. Oh, the booze. Yeah, you know, like yeah, sure. In the back. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you gotta get a VCR, my friend. <laughs> but it's it's like it's exciting for me to do that. There's something I know. There's something alluring about standing in a puddle of another man's schmegma <laughs> while you're masturbating. I I know. I felt the draw. <laughs> <laughs> it's real exciting. Yeah. And then that sexy guy with the uh, waiters comes by with the hose. And uh, Drew, you've never been in these places. It's really. Uh, oh. Here's the uh, deal. They don't. It, it, it uh, is really like a head shop. It's like a head shop pretending uh, you're not going to do drugs. Uh, no, here's what I'm saying. I didn't. I didn't make that very clear. But what I'm saying is this, Drew. They know you're having yourself. Well, if there's some guy with boots on in there. There's paper towel uh, rolls in uh, a lot of them. There are guys with boots walking around, hosing things down. There's you know squeegees uh, everywhere. All right, all right, all right. So, so this isn't so much about addiction because it's not escalating. It's not causing him not to be able to function. It's not causing him to spend all his money. But it is something compulsive and something dysfunctional in that he's drawn to it because of this danger element, and he can't stop doing it. Right. And almost it's like, uh, I don't need it. I mean, I just have to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, I mean, I don't want it. I have what, to. What else going on in your life? Uh, you work? Yes. You have relationships? No. Have you ever had a uh, relationship? No. Not just, you know, maybe like a school, teenage, high school crush. For Mike, Mike, you go to those places that take the tokens or the change? Uh, change. Change? And uh, what do you put in? Buck fifty? Uh, a buck. A buck? Mm-hmm. Sure, I can get out to that one. I've been paying a buck fifty. <laughs> and, what, and I swear to God, they have it timed. I, you know the story, Drew. Uh, a buck gets you just up to the, 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 the crest, but not quite over the hill. And then you got to pull the pants up, fish more change, uh, waddle down to the counter with your pants around your ankles. And before you know it, you put in a 17 bucks because uh, they time it perfectly. Mike, do you just, will you put in like three bucks at a time so you know you have... You know, ample time to take care of business? No, just a buck every time. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And you're you're good for a buck, huh? Yeah. Boy, you are a uh, tactician, my friend. <laughs> All you're right, skilled. So, so really the problem is that you're having difficulty in relationships. I mean, 21, you never had a, a real relationship with somebody, and now you're developing this compulsion. Um, but let me let me get back to the danger element for one second. Yeah, but that, but a, lo- a lot I of know. this is about danger and aggression. That's... A lot of the show's about entertainment, too, Drew. Uh, Mike. Uh, if you had a VCR at home w- showing the same movies that we're showing in the peep show, would you stay home and watch those? No, because it costs more money to rent the movies. Listen, uh, Dick Wad, uh, you know what I'm asking you. Now, don't give me a hard time. No, I'm not trying. I'm just saying that's why I do it is because it's a cheap throw and it costs a lot of money to rent it, so that's why I do it. All right, listen, it costs, uh, if, you, if you go on a discount night, it's, you know, two fifty to rent the thing. Uh, you're saving a buck fifty. But let's not forget, uh, you know, you got to drive the car down to God knows where and uh, park it and get a ticket and get rolled out in the alley. And uh, you're dealing, uh, the, the germ factor alone would be worth the buck uh, fifty. Now, if it was the same price and you had the VCR at home and you had the same movies, would you stay home? No. No. So it's definitely the thrill of uh, standing where many men have stood before. Yeah. 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 Okay. And why? Because you might get caught? Mm, just... <laughs> like anyone's going to be surprised. <laughs> They're going to kick into, hey, uh, Larry, we got another guy whacking what, off what, in here. What happened to Pee Wee Herman if it's so normal for guys to do that? We you talking to me? Yeah. I, I don't understand these things. I mean, I assumed that that was not something people were supposed to do, and so Pee Wee Herman got in trouble for that. Uh, listen, I understood uh, Pee Wee Herman was caught in a theater, oh. which is a little different. Uh. Uh, that is just my understanding, but maybe they call everything a theater these days. And uh, Pee Wee Herman was just doing what people do. 
uh, for Christ's sake, it was the uh, like Dade County uh, police uh, force that had been, uh, you know, uh, sur- uh, put the place under surveillance. Uh, yeah, uh, there's where your taxpayers' are, uh, money is going. Jackasses. And, you know, and you know these vice guys were all, uh, you know, eyes rolled behind the head, uh, smacking off wherever they were. Uh, sur- uh, surveillance know. at a porn theater. Uh, we uh, we got a tip that some guys might be whacking off in here. Uh, let's get down there. Quick, uh, pronto. Uh, put the goddamn uh, siren on top of the unmarked car. Let's get down there in a hurry. Uh, we'll drive right past the guy being rolled at the ATM. Uh, forget about the homicide over here and the uh, forced entry over there and the rape over there. We gotta, we gotta put all our focus on uh, the guy maybe masturbating at the porn theater for Christ's sake. Uh, these places are put there uh, so guys who can't get dates can masturbate like young Mike. All right, now Mike. Mm-hmm. All right, so it's antisocial behavior. You gotta find yourself a woman. Yeah, it, it, you really something something's up with Mike. Here. You know something's up, or you wouldn't be calling. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you? Do you feel ever? Are you paranoid at all, Mike? I mean, do you feel that people are thinking about you or talking about you or anything like that? In there? Or no, no, in life in general. Do you have that sort of feeling? Um, no. Do I, do I, I don't. Actually, yeah, I, I can't seem to relate to women. I, I, you know, I can't even hold a conversation with them. Does anyone Why? ever rap on the door when you're taking care of business? Mm, one time a guy did, but I, I said, get out of here. Uh, that's rough. Uh, just a minute. Or, uh, I'm busy. <laughs> what, what is the proper response there? What do you? Uh, three more strokes. Hold well, on, pal. Why can't you talk to women? What do you think that is all about? Um, I, I don't know. I always seem to get bad vibes from them, or you know, just disinterested signs from them. And all right, Drew. Do you have any friends? Yes. Get, get your friends to introduce the you guy to behind the counter or begin, actual friends. Begin uh, socializing, maybe perhaps first in a group, and then try to ask people out and make a make a project out of getting dates and having relationships. Uh, you know, tr- tremendous. Uh, can you feel all yes, that? Yes, yeah. he's wallowing uh, in yeah. his. Uh, he he's stopped participating in life, but, and he's but wallowing he is, in he it. He is like a. Hey, it's Dr. Drew. Is your computer running slow? Well, MyCleanPC.com can clean it up and speed it up today. Now, you might ask yourself, how did my computer get this way? It's frustrating, right? Well, opening infected email attachments, downloading music and games can slow your computer down. Over time, running these programs can cause junk files, internet clutter, processor and hard drive errors to build up on your computer. MyCleanPC can help. First, go to MyCleanPC.com, and in minutes, you can get a free computer diagnosis and find out what is slowing down your computer. Then simply activate MyCleanPC software to clean out the junk, the internet clutter, and even remove viruses. And MyCleanPC is guaranteed to increase the speed of your computer. With MyCleanPC, there are two easy steps to speed up your computer. First, go to MyCleanPC.com and get a free computer diagnosis, and then simply activate MyCleanPC software to optimize your computer performance. Go to MyCleanPC.com today and find out what is slowing down your computer. That is MyCleanPC.com. Welcome with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Would you sleep with sick women? I may be pregnant, but I'm still a man. Spank the unruly ones. It's indecent, it's vulgar, it's blasphemous. I'm going to ride you till you can't stand up. Come on, come on, let's go down. All right, all right, keep your shirt on. Loveline's meant for an adult audience. Loveline may contain sexually oriented content. Listener discretion is advised. Here's Loveline with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. All right, let me uh, let me start by giving a shout out to my homie uh, John Frost, who is uh, the best in the business, who is a genius, who puts together all those uh, intros, outros, yeah, bumpers, that's, yeah, bumpers, yeah. yeah, that's what those are called. Right. What the hell is he saying? Uh, what I'm saying is, is this: uh, you hear the show every couple of months, they turn over, and those are little that uh, minute and a half worth of intro, and then the things we do going into commercials and uh, so on and so forth. Yeah. John Frost does those, yep. and he is the best in the business. Yep. He's a, a great guy. He's a little sick, but he's a good guy. And I guess you've got to be a little twisted to be a talented artist these days. And uh, the rest of the country, and uh, including uh, this great uh, city of ours, Los Angeles, basically just rip him off. That's true. Absolutely. Yeah. Although you, you turned other stations, I, I, you'd think John Frost did a drop. I've actually been at radio a long time, as you know. <laughs> you would never know yeah, it I by know. the way you conduct yes, yourself in here. I've medicine a longer time, so that's, that's why. All right, so um, balanced out. But uh, there was kind of a sound like John's before John. John just perfected it. 
Tiger. Okay. All right. Take a dump on John. No, no. John's the best. John's it's, the best. Let me. Is this close to suicide as is it is? So. He is the right. best. But it's not really people ripping him off. People just wishing to be as good as him. Right. Hey, uh, imitation is this is zero's form of flattery. There you go. It's an homage uh, slash rip off. All right. The one eight hundred L O V E one nine one is the phone number three one zero eight five four. 4455 is the fax number. I'm Adam Carolla. That is Dr. Drew. And tonight's guest is the love that we find between the two hosts. Have we done this for a while? In a while? <laughs> it, it seems like we haven't. And you know, I mean, you know, although, you know how I always say I hate guests? Yeah. Because they get in the way? Yeah. I'm starting to change. Well, we've had some really good guests yes. lately. Yes. And, uh, I mean, uh, soul coughing's great. They're soul fine. coughing uh, was great. Uh, the verve pipe. Oh, yeah. Was great. Yeah. And, and, uh, I know I'm leaving people out, but, the point is, is uh, think about our last ten guests. They've all been great. The the people from the condom board and How about all thank, that stuff. Yeah, that that was. By the way, we got to thank our producer for sending that all out. That we was do excellent. Will you please? Beautiful, Anne. Thank you. I mean, she she's a producer. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, and by the way, yeah. I've been kind of strange last three or four shows. You notice that? Right. We actually, got, I saw some emails come through. They said, Drew, you know, get some rest, uh, leave now, the time for love line, that sort of thing. Let me tell you something, though, Drew. Here's the beauty of you. Yeah. Not important. <laughs> you could really come in here with a tumor and it'd be fine. Gee, it hurts when I urinate. I've got these lesions. You're uh, not a hundred percent, but uh, I've not been. I feel much better tonight. I got to tell you, I don't know what was going on. With you me. at forty percent is uh, better than most at a hundred. But you're I like. Think uh, that was a compliment, man. Yeah. For yeah. both of us. You know, inside of a. All in the same minute. It's amazing. You are like the uh, monkey on a side hack, Drew. Uh, you're there for weight. Side hack. All right, I'll get into that later. All right, let me read some uh, email before we get rolling here. Um, This is from uh, Dustin. Uh, Adam, I think you look like Gilbert Godfrey. No offense, but it's true. Let's let's get that over with. I I tell you... you, you, Wait, you know how we're going to get that over with? Hmm. We have to have Gilbert Godfrey on the TV show. Amazing. We have to do that. Well, maybe I'll go do his show. Let me think what that is. I have hung out with Gilbert Godfrey. He is an impish, I know, that's uh, little gotta... nebbish. He is four feet tall. That's why we've got to get them on. He's Game a funny on. guy. He's a nice guy. He's really, he has the mentality of a homeless person. Mm. He really does. He wears the same, I, I swear to you, I've seen Gilbert Godfrey three days in a row. He always wears the same pants. Yeah. He's a strange, and he would tell you this. He's a quirky little, uh, uh, un, unkempt, uh, he needs to shower. Oh, Please. At this point, I'm longing for the uh, Greg Brady comparisons. I never knew it would get this bad. <laughs> All right. Uh, another piece of email from uh, Pranami. Maybe I just get your teeth fixed or something. Maybe that's the deal. No, it's the way I talk. And then because I squint my eyes, I think, and the nappy hair, I'll never get past it. All right. So here's from uh, PC email. I'm so, this is, uh, goes out to Dr. Drew. I'm so disappointed in you, uh, Dr. Drew. Oh I've heard quite a few uh, women call in about chronic urinary tract infections after sex. Now, I'm going to defend Drew here, and it's not necessarily after sex, but it is uh, chronic urinary tract infections, meaning they don't always say, hey, after sex, this is what happens. Right. But it does come up quite a bit. Uh, and you've discussed numerous antibiotic, uh, sorry, antibiotics. However, you have never once mentioned the simple cure-all to this problem that every woman should know, which is uh, pee immediately after sex. Yeah, th- believe me, these we, I, I remember several not of these a, calls. Not a penny in it for Dr. Drew. No, but listen. Until look. they put a meter the, on that spigot, Adam, there's Adam, not a penny Adam, for Drew and question. the drug companies whose pocket he is uh, firmly entrenched in. Believe me, by the time every single one of these women I've spoken to have been to multiple physicians for multiple treatments, and believe me, the first thing everyone always does is that. It's, it's way later down the line we're talking about here. These are people with medical problems. Urinary tract infections that recur in spite of re- repeated episodes of treatment uh, are not going to get better right. just by peeing after sex. Plus, I would argue that half our listeners actually urinate during sex. Yeah, probably. So uh, this is not a viable alternative. I speak from experience, it goes on to say. Uh, it'll work every time. No. Uh, do not roll over and go to sleep. Do not smoke a cigarette. Go pee! Everyone's a that doctor. That will help. It'll take a lot of fluids. Take cranberry juice will help. But for people that really have this problem, it is intractable oftentimes. And actually, the thing that I have found changes thing most is change of position. Really? really? People can actually change the way they have sex. That, that changes it a little bit. Let me say this, Drew. There are certain times one has to urinate. And, and um, after sex, always. Guys are stimulated. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the prostate irritated. or whatever, whatever it is. 
Look, if I said irritated, you'd say stimulated. So we'll just leave it at that. But the point is this. You do have to pee after sex. And I think there's a reason uh, that was sort of instilled uh-huh. when, uh, when they were making the body. Yeah. And I don't know if women have that same thing. Do well, they? women, as you mentioned last night, uh, God kind of gave up on that. Mm. Along, remember? Right. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that's right. He started work on the vagina. He said, I... It was originally going to be a penis. And he said, ah, screw it, I'm tired. That's good enough. Work in progress. Uh, here's one from uh, Jonathan. In reference to the condom garter, this is something I've spoken about on more than one occasion. It's the uh, piece of elastic with the two alligator clips on either end that hooks around and cl- hooks around the uh, buns and uh, hooks onto the condom there. Uh, anyway, condom garter uh, postulations exposed on the show. Wow. One of our intelligent listeners. I bring news of, an, uh, of a device of this nature. It's called the loop. It's an integrated condom latex loop that lassoes the nards. Not only does it hold on the device, but it apparently adds some other dimension to the condom use. You'd think there'd be some kind of condom adhesive, too. Yeah, there really would. Condom uh, adhesive. Yeah. Condom the, adhesive. Something like that. Okay, Drew, I'm going to deduct the joke from the uh, Drew Joke-O-Meter for right, that one. You. Yeah, some uh, some form of mastic you put some, on with a notch trial before you uh, slide the condom they, they, over it. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right, I'll get to activate this on the base or something. Okay. It'll strip you pull off or something. Let's stop ruminating. Huh. No, wait a minute. That is that is yeah. a good idea. Yeah. They have that for, like, diapers and stuff. Yes, absolutely. No, okay, with, the, all right. It has to be. Drew's come up with something. Uh, just a piece of double-stick tape. It, one of those things where you non, just peel it off and right, you stick it right there. Non-allergenic, real mild, and uh, right. Why don't they do that? I don't know. I'm, I would even accept just a hook that you could braid your pubic hair through. That would be certainly be worth something. Drew, uh, really? You, you say you live in a world where everything has been invented and everything's been done. Ah, I say nay. Tonight we did it. Tonight we've done it. All right. Let me tell you something. I come up with inventions all week long. Drew barely uh, raises an eyebrow. He comes up with uh, putting a little uh, mastic at the end of a condom, and he, he's uh, patting himself on the back to no end. Andy, 18, you're on Loveline. Yeah, uh, well, today i got a big problem here. Today I was uh, having sex with my girlfriend, and, uh, well, my condom broke. Mm. And I, this was probably about 7, <laughs> and I'm still up, and it's about... 12.05 here in Minnesota. Uh, this is this is 7 a.m.? No. no this no. happened five hours ago, you mean? 7 at night, yeah. And you're freaked out about it. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, here's what you do, Andy. <laughs> Andy, here's what you do. It's 12 and he's still up, Drew. You're freaked out because you might get the girl pregnant? Is that what's freaking you out? You're yeah. Free, you're not, you're not, well, hang on. You could be freaked out about potential STD exposure or something. Yeah, it, it more worries me, the pregnancy part. Right, what you do first thing in the morning, this happened this evening? Yeah. If, you, if you can go out, and it's a little late tonight, but first thing in the morning, you get yourself either to a family planning, Planned Parenthood, emergency room, or doctor's office, and there is something called post-coital contraceptive, morning-after pill. There's a pill called overall or low overall that your girlfriend can take for three days that will substantially reduce the risk of this turning into a pregnancy. Okay. You got me? Yeah. It's got to be tomorrow. You have, a small, you have a small window of opportunity with which to do this. I would think most Planned Parenthoods would give you free access to this stuff, but I don't know. Uh, if you have a family doctor, talk to them. Uh, this is something widely accepted, but limited discussion about Oh, this. God, is it limited. That is the most retarded. All right, do you hear us, Andy? Yeah. So, so uh, although even, even the, the, the chance of pregnancy is not obviously not 100%, but uh, while the oral contraceptive pill taken as a contraceptive prophylactically is about 100% effective. It's about 70 to 80% effective right, as a right, morning after Drew, Drew. Nobody understood anything I said. Yeah, right? Absolutely right. not. If you you take, don't even know what you're talking about It's 100% effective to preventing pregnancy if you take it the way it's designed to be taken. It's about 70 to 80% taken as a morning after Listen, let's not talk about uh, efficacy here. Haul your ass down to Planned Parenthood tomorrow morning uh, with your potentially knocked-up girlfriend and uh, potentially uh, shotgun-wedded future wife and go get this uh, low overall. Okay? Yeah. yeah you understand? Have to, uh, All right. You're going to get some sleep. You should be able to go to sleep now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. All right. Listen. People, I've really never... First off, I've never heard this discussed on any other show but ours. Yeah. This is not out there. In a, in, a, in, a, in a society 
where, uh, oh, yeah, people know about how uh, strangulation uh, can uh, help you out sexually. Yes, and people know about, uh, oh, yeah, you pop uh, some amyl nitrate right before you orgasm. People know everything. The average 15-year-old uh, knows more about sex than uh, I, I did at 25. But the point is this. Nobody is talking about this. Nobody is saying that, hey, if you screw up, you no longer have to just sit around and wait and keep your fingers crossed. You can go down to Planned Parenthood or go down to your doctor, get a couple of pills, take them for a few days, and, and drastically reduce the chances of the yep. pregnancy. What the hell is wrong with this society, Drew? Why isn't this at the? Why isn't I don't know. everybody talking about this? I can this? only imagine that it has something to do. There, there are some philosophical, ethical issues. Of course, and, which yes, uh, well, call you know, them religious, religious well, it issues. It is that certainly these, these morning after pills don't prevent con uh, conception. The, the 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 fertilization can still take place. Right, the egg just can't implant. Right, and technically, it's a human, even though well, it's uh, you know, a lot uh, of five cells and some grape jelly. Interestingly. Yes, uh, people, even a lot of some at least uh, pro-life uh, uh, people will look at implantation as beginning of life. So it, it even for people that have a problem with abortions, this should be okay for a lot of them. That's not implantation. It, this prevents implantation. Oh, it does. Yeah, right. So so even even the people who who dislike abortion should find this an acceptable alternative. This is uh, this is the this is the sperm roundup is what it is. Yeah. This is not an abortion. This Basically. is a, this is a, you're running sperm. It's yeah. <laughs> whatever, whatever you said. Yeah, move on. Yeah, all right. We'll bivouac here tonight. All right, Drew. You ever run sperm? No. Okay. You're not a sperm wrestler. No. I ever brand sperm. No. All right, little doggy. Ash, sixteen. You're on Loveline. Hi. Hey. <laughs> um, I had a question. A love question. No. Um, I guess it was about um, January, December, and January. I was going out with this guy. I was going out with him for like a month, and I lost my virginity virginity to him. And he got recruited into the army. Mm. And hold on, how old was he? He was he's seventeen. He got recruited into the army. Yeah, he got his GED. All right. Yeah. All right. I know everyone hates it when translate, I say this. Translate that for me. He he had nothing going on. And uh, he was walking down the street, and some guy came up to him and, uh, you know, with the back of his neck shaved and uh, standing at attention and a spit, spit polish on his shoes and said, uh, Boy, you want a life for yourself. Why don't you cut that hair? Stop listening to that grudge rock. Them smashing dumplings and the nervosa. And get in here and earn yourself some pride. So he got suckered in there because that's what you do. You go to the army when you got nothing going on. Uh, people think I'm very anti-patriotic uh, when I say that, and they get all upset. But listen, let's face it. We know the people that went out of high school into, into the army. It's the people that couldn't get into college, possibly even junior college. Okay, but my, that wasn't my question. <laughs> my question was that um, before he left, like a couple weeks, he was like, like really just being secluded. He didn't want to see me around or anything. Hmm. And I just like didn't know if it was like because he didn't want me waiting for him to come back or if it's just he didn't love me anymore. You know, or, I, and I know I am often very tough on the emotional lives of men. But let me come to this guy's defense here. And maybe he was a good guy. And maybe he was having difficulty leaving you. And this was just his way of dealing with it. He had to disconnect emotionally from you in order to manage the fact that he was going away. I mean, and, it, and indeed, he was looking after your best interest, too, because he didn't want you to pine over him, knowing that he would just be not available. He might have been a good guy. Yeah. I mean, it might not be that he dumped you or didn't like you or used you. It might be that he just, that life circumstances stepped in. And, uh, boy, I've never defended a man quite so no. definitively this. You really haven't. But, and you're but, really going down the wrong road here. Oh. Because this, this guy's 17 <laughs> with a GED who got suckered into the Army. He's, uh, this right, is so not uh, Sir Walter Raleigh over here. Do you understand? Yeah. He is, uh, this is not chivalry. He's just, uh, he's giving you the shiv. It is the shiv without the chivalry. We can't know which it is without speaking to him. All but, right. But the important thing for you, Ash, is, is to get over it. And yes, you're 16. There, yeah. You're plenty desirable. I can uh, tell by the lovely tone of your voice. And uh, this guy's going far away to have sex with uh, Asian women. What you so you want to stay. What you can learn from this is that when you ha get physically intimate, you get emotionally intimate. And there's a lot that goes with that. And uh, be 
respectful of you of these feelings and what are likely to come with physical intimacies in your relationships in the future. All right. John, 25. I'm a bit more rested tonight, suddenly. Hello? Yeah, you've softened up. Hello? Hey. I'm on the air. Now I'm going to hang up on you. That's how you'll know. Okay. Um, doc, this question is for Dr. Drew. I'm a long-time listener, and um, Adam, I think you're hilarious. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Oh, you, I, you, you bought yourself five minutes, John. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> um, about, oh, boy, about six years ago, I was diagnosed with OCD, obsessive-compulsive yeah. disorder. Yeah. And... Um, I went on medication about two years ago, yeah. and I'm just wondering, it's Zoloft, and I'm wondering what uh, some of the long-term effects are of that. None that we know of. That It appears that when you get off that drug, there are no lasting ill effect, and that if it's taken for a mood disturbance, there is a beneficial effect that sometimes the mood instabilities stabilize after you come off the medicine. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay. That, that if you're depressed, you, you, you're on the medicine, you feel better. And for some reason, the body will sort of sustain that even when you come off the medicines. Well, maybe. Do now, you get used to being sane? Now, now, the question is, what if you're on it for years and years? What are the long-term effects? And the answer is we really don't know because these drugs haven't been around that long. Uh, no one's made it past 30. Obsessive compulsive disorder does respond very well to the serotonin reuptake inhibitor drugs like Zoloft and Paxil and Prozac. Yeah, uh, I just, you know... And uh, last I know I'm on a short budget, but uh, you're right. It does work. It's worked yeah. wonders. Yeah. And uh, how we, just so I, people I, can understand what this disorder is, how did it manifest? I with was you? about to ask that. Wow, we, we Drew, are, you are, are involved with the show. Mm -hmm. Hey, let's all give a big uh, round of applause to Dr. Drew, who's gotten involved <laughs> in the awake, show. Awake. Hey, it took him till Wednesday, but uh, you know the, the Sunday night change thing. Yeah, it's not working for me. Yeah, I got to tell you, it just made. I'm shocked at how different right. it made. For me, me, it's the Santa Anas. Uh, <laughs> when they start blowing, I can no longer function. Yeah, it's, it's weird how much it yeah. affected me. And the ambient lighting. And, right, okay. Yeah, and this clock over here is a big distraction. John. Yeah. How did it manifest? Oh, um, I was under a lot of stress just getting out of college, mm -hmm. and um, basically it was a uh, hand washing germs. How many times a day were you washing? Oh, Jesus. Every time I touch something, I'd wash. What other stuff do you do besides? Hand I'm sorry. What other stuff do you do besides hand washing? Uh, just checking, make sure I wasn't. Uh, sometimes, uh, make sure the stove was off. Uh, Would you like go to work and then drive all the way home because you convinced you didn't uh, close yeah, the stove? Yeah. Oh, and uh, and let me tell you something. It's you know. There hasn't been a lot on this about the media or nothing, but I tell you, if anyone out there is listening and they're having these symptoms, you know, God forbid, there's help out there for people. Yeah, it, and th There's a psychological basis very often to why people become obsessively preoccupied, but it's a biological event, and it can be treated with medication. And when it's, when it's full-blown like that, where you, have, you can't walk on the cracks of the sidewalk and you have intrusive thoughts and you're always concerned that something horrible is going to happen to you if you don't uh, you know, turn the light switch on and off ten times or leave the TV on a certain channel when you turn it off. That's serious stuff. It needs to be treated. You know, I believe I have many of the same afflictions our listeners have, such as uh, I do believe I have uh, obsessive-compulsive disorder. It's just, let me tell you, uh, laziness, lethargy is the great equalizer. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. I sit on the sofa and I go, nah, maybe I'll get up and wash my hands, and then I go, nah, I'm going to relax. It's, a, it's, it's like my balance between being cheap and loving pornography. I would have a uh, uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of pornography, but the problem is, is I'm too cheap to buy it. Yet I love it. It keeps me in check. I see. I have to wait for for it to fall off of trucks and, yeah. and people to throw it out, you yeah, know, in trash day. That's why I was rooting through the trash cans. It's, it's a biological system. They tend to buy, balance themselves. They do. I I swear to you. I think that my, you know, I mean, I'll be lying in bed and I'll go. I wonder if I left the oven on, and then I go. Yeah, eh, screw it. I'm going to bed. It really balances out. I'm telling you, people ought to try more napping. Uh, you know, the way it really you, balances you out. The way you masturbate, it's people, <laughs> I'm sure, are shocked that you are compulsive about anything. <laughs> I began to float up and away from my body. Uh, lady, you better get back float. here. If you're not here when Love Line float. returns, they're going to be pissed. Float. Ah, yes, Loot Crate. It's a monthly subscription box service for geek and gamer items and pop culture gear. For less than 20 bucks a month, you get six to eight items that include licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, one-of-a-kind items, and more. They're guaranteed to be 40 bucks plus in value in every crate. That's more than double. Hell, even I can do that math. Loot Crate is like a friend who knows what you love 
and surprises you with an awesome present every month. So let's get cracking, people. You've got until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate. But when the cutoff happens, that's it. It's over. So let's get to getting. Make sure you head to lootcrate.com forward slash ace. Enter the code ACE and save 10% on any new subscription. That's lootcrate.com forward slash ACE and save 10%. Hi, this is Charlene Steve from Garbage, and you're listening to Love Line with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Hi. Huh? Wait a minute. I thought her name was Shirley. She call herself Charlene? Charlie. Charlie. Oh, really? Let's hear it again. Hi, this is Charlene Steve from Garbage, and you're listening to Love Line with Adam Carolla. And Dr. Drew. Charlie Steve. What's her name? Shirley. Is it Shirley Hempel? Who is that? Shirley, what's. Shirley and Steve. Oh, Shirley. Okay. Oh. No wonder these people drink so much. You don't can understand what the hell they're saying. Charlene. All right. I don't want to bag on the garbage because they were, good. They were really yeah, good guests. They were excellent guests. Uh, people from other countries don't have the same attitude. All right. Except from mainland England. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. England and New York. Yeah. Maybe it's because uh, that's where the people, uh, I don't know. Um, maybe that's where Ellis Island is or something. I don't know what it is. I, I, I'll tell you. If I was uh, just going on a bombing raid, uh, random, uh, England and New York would be my first two targets. Come on. Forget about those Iraq. Are of, those are two of my favorite places on earth. Honest to God. Oh, the, the places are fine. It's just everyone who lives there. No, come on. It really is. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, come on. Oh, fuck. New York. Come on. Please. Uh, uh, you, listen, you have not spent any real time. People there. from New York thinks, uh, think, listen, I'm from New York. That gives me a license to be an a-hole, and everyone will forgive me because I'm from New York. And, and no, people I from England do that a lot, too. I think it's because they're, they're crammed into such tiny spaces. They learn to be a-holes. All right. To well, survive. Whatever it is. Dr. Drew. <laughs> Dr. Drew. It's really a, a beam me up, Shirley. Yeah. All right. Uh, Anthony. Hi. Hey, you're 19. Great. <laughs> We're excited. Hey, when are you going to be 20? Oh, I just turned 19. All right, we'll send you out a mug. Thanks. All right, what's up? Well, um, I had a kind of a strange question for uh, Dr. Drew. Yeah. Um, my girlfriend and I were in her car. We were kind of talking, driving home from, like, school. And uh, and we started talking about blue balls for some reason. I can't remember why. <laughs> Who was this with? His girlfriend. My girlfriend. Oh, all right. Hey, I wonder what was behind that conversation. I wish I could remember. Uh, you don't remember because your your balls were pulling the strings. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you were like uh, 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 Charlie McCarthy. The balls were uh, Edgar Bergen. Uh, I mean, uh, they were definitely doing all the talking. Yeah. And so what's the point of your question? Well, um, she had talked to a doctor, and she had said that he had told her that it was psychosomatic. And I just couldn't believe that. Well, it's psychophysiologic, really. It's that is that your brain and it, the stimulation, it's it, this barrage it's receiving causes a lot of congestion of blood and uh, uh, you know it, there's what's called pelvic congestion develops and it can be very uncomfortable for males. It, it it doesn't necessarily have to be painful, and certainly men sort of overuse it as an excuse for why they have to get their way, but it is not psychosomatic. It, 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 when it when it happens, it is psychophysiologic. It happens because of the stimulation you're getting. Is this because you have the stimulation without the payoff? Uh, actually, I, I think that was probably part of the conversation. Uh, let me tell you something, Anthony. This isn't any different than any other physiological process that you begin, and then it never comes to fruition. The body is not meant for that. I mean, when the body thinks it has to sneeze, it, it really needs to sneeze. If, if you hold your nose when you're about to sneeze, you're gonna, your ear will go shooting off across the room. And, you know, when you got to pee, you got to pee. If you grab the end of your penis at the last second, your, your prostate's going to go shooting off where your ear was. It's not coming out of the same hole either. Yeah. And it's the same with number two and vomiting, everything. And so when it's time to go, it's time to go. Well, yeah, the, but the... I'm not disputing that. It's just that, uh, you know, she... It's not psychosomatic. That, it is yeah. not psychosomatic. But, but what she is telling you, and which is truly the case, the men use it as an excuse or a way of manipulating females sometimes. There really should be a time. That's, I, I can see that, that people... You know what I'm saying? Excuse, but I, the, the conversation wasn't that I was using it as an excuse. It is a real thing, Anthony. When it happens... You've had it, yes? Yeah. Okay, when it happens, it happens. 
Hold on, let me write that down. I don't know what the timeline is. You know what I mean? Any guy who claims blue balls under 20 minutes is lying. Yeah. But when you start approaching 45 minutes an hour, that is a legitimate medical condition. <laughs> I, I guarantee it. I, I, it really is. I, I don't know what the timeline is, Drew. I would really, and I know it varies from guy to guy, but right. I would like to find an average for like an, for a 21-year-old. Mm-hmm. When the stimulation begins, how much uh, production is there, what is changing physiologically, and how long does it take before we can legitimately claim uh, there is a uh, traffic jam in the urethra? That's basically what it is. Yeah, it is sure a bottleneck. There's, there's a research grant out there for that for, that for you. Well, Lord knows they, they, they you know they spent two million dollars studying dung beetles. They could uh, f- flow fifteen hundred over me. I'll do a quick test. I'll pull some guys off the street. I'll work it out. Don't worry about the lab. <laughs> Kathy. Hi. Hey. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm on. Yay. I love you guys. I've been listening to you for a long time. Love and, you, baby. All right. How come you guys don't have a guest tonight that I finally get through? How come I just get stuck with you, though? Oh. All right. Well, don't hang up on her. All right. Oh, please, don't push. Please don't. Okay. But don't get smart. I promise. Okay. All right. Um, I guess I got a little gambling for you to do. Uh, oh, good. I got a wallet uh, full of singles. It's burning a hole in my cheek, Drew. I just got my my hundred percent uh, profit from last night. hundred percent profit. Yeah, Drew Turn had a big night last night. Okay, um, it's kind of a, a long story, and I'm going to make it as quick as I can. I've known this guy for a couple years now, uh-huh. and we were just friends, good friends, hung out a lot, worked together. And I guess about six months or so, my feelings for him started to change which I kind of kept to myself. I talked to one of my girlfriends about it. Mm-hmm. And right uh, right before the holidays, we were hanging out one night, got drunk, and started fooling around. And then after that, he, like, totally shut down for me. And, of course, I thought it was because something had happened between us. Well, then the story finally comes out that he'd, within a week of fooling around with me, fooled around with his best friend, who's also male. Uh-huh. And he... Um, All right, hold on. Yeah, here's, hold the, on. <laughs> here's the gambling. Here's no, the no, new no, bet. No, well, Kathy, finish your effing question before the 11 o'clock hour. No, here, right. here, here, a couple questions. So what, what is your history with relationships prior to this fellow? Um, married, divorced, dated. Um, not, not terribly successful with relationships, yes? No, no. Have you, really. been, have you hung out with gay guys before? Uh-huh. You have. Were you sort of preoccupied with that at one time? Um... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hold on. Well, to bed. All right, but wait. Hold on. No. Sorry. <laughs> Let me tell you, this is like the track. Uh, two minutes to post. <laughs> is that what they call it? I don't know. What is it? Don't you go to the... Well, I guess, or, I've uh, been like twice in my life. It's, uh, you know, they give you the call over the PA. Two minutes to post. And then uh, you got to get your bets in because ah. the window closes. I see. Obviously, there's no gambling once the race begins. Mm. All right. Obviously. All right. The window is closed. Go, Drew. Um... Oh, no, wait, I'm going. All right. Domineering mother. Oh, no, wait, this doesn't work on a girl. No. All different. right, you go, go. Dad uh, disappeared. It may be even a decent relationship with Dad, but he uh, vanished. Gone, totally unavailable. Mm-hmm. In some way. He may, he may not be absolutely physically gone, but it just became, became for some reason, unavailable. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, I mean, it's alcohol and stuff like that can do that, but I think it's something more like... You're he, talking Devil's Triangle, you're not... Uh, I don't think he died or he went and established another family somewhere or something. He's just gone. Okay. Uh, I'm going... Well, no, I'm going to go Dad stayed around but never gave her the time of day. Okay. All right? That's a good one. That's easy enough. What the hell line Four. was she on? Kathy. Yeah, that's both BS. What? Both of those are wrong. Oh, okay. What's the deal? Um... Me, I mean, I could, I could give you a litany of, of things that happened to me growing up, um, all of which you've heard before. But this guy swears he's not gay. No, no, no. no. Stop. We just we need, we need to hear. Where's Papa? My Papa? Yeah. Um, he's fine. He's remarried. I have a little brother. I mean, I get along with him really well. Uh-huh. How old were you when Dad left? Four. Okay. All right. That's Dad not being around. Did but, he come, hold on, Drew. Put the money back. Let me just finish my question. Did he come back and abuse you on weekends? Um, no, my stepdad did, though. I should have went to... What kind of abuse? Sexual. Oh, the one time I don't go for the sexual <laughs> abuse. Please, you know, we're going to have to work... Uh, here's what I want to do. I could kill myself. I'm so disappointed in me. 
Uh, uh, well, wait a minute. Do you get you get that money, Drew? <laughs> uh, hold on, Kathy. Yeah. So, uh, the blood father, your real dad. Good guy. Good guy. Set up another family. Not distant or anything. He just he just abandoned you. Yes. And not abusive. Right. Oh, that's a form of abuse, abandonment, Drew. The worst form. All right. God damn it, Drew. You're going to bust me. I swear to God, i got to write this off. And listen, I want to do something with it. Here's what I want to do. You ever see those gambling movies where they have the uh, the tell or the show or whatever they call it? They work out a little system, like in the beginning, a goldfinger. What? Here's what I want. Drew, you don't need to know about this, but here's what I want from the Love Line listeners. I'll tell you what. i got to start winning some money back. <laughs> here's what we'll do. One cough means sexual abuse. No, come on. Just, no, seriously. No, 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 forget it. It's no fun, then. Just because the caller doesn't know the code. <laughs> come on, Kathy, what's your question? Clearing now? your throat would mean alcoholism. No, no, no. Come on, I got to get some well, of this you, money back. Then you, then you start listening to the patterns that people have. Oh, you voice. didn't go for sexual abuse by the stepfather, I, either. But but her being having been abandoned at four makes her a good target no. for a victimization. Okay. So. All right, Kathy, we're very sorry. Okay. And again, I blame your mother for bringing this predator into the nest. Well, I mean, I've been through therapy for years and have dealt with all my abuse and all right well here's what's going on i think you're attracted to gay men because uh, men are very threatening to they're, you they're not a, well they're you, the, it's best to go for the ones that are truly unavailable because you don't have to be vulnerable and go through the loss again and there's no man unavailable like a gay man right. he says he's not well he hasn't seen this guy since since when since uh, last week when he had sex months? with him two months he hasn't seen this guy since. Let me tell you, the uh, the taste of a strange penis in one's mouth takes much longer than two months to wash clean. Is, is that some kind of uh, proverb? <laughs> yes. Uh, can, uh, um, Will Rogers once said, uh, all right, listen, Kathy. I mean, I could tell you what what's wrong with him and... And then you could think that we were just a match made in hell. All right, but listen, <laughs> Kathy, we got to go to break. So let me just uh, sum this up for a second. Wait, 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 no, wait a minute. What, what, is, what are you looking for from us? I don't know. I guess I want to... He's telling me he's not gay, and I'm wondering if he is. <laughs> well, well the, uh, the show's officially begun with the banging of the mic. Okay. All right, Kathy. Uh -huh. He is at least bisexual. He, he really good. is. And, and at best, he's just really confused, Okay. Uh, look forward to more experimentation sexually. And confusion and chaos. And ambivalence. Yeah. And you have enough of that in your life. And I know you seek that out because of the horrible confusion, uh, pain, and um, the tragedy of your, of your childhood and this evil stepfather. But don't seek it in other men. It, Take it, a little time out. It just seems to me how much some of this stuff gets hardwired in very young if, if they're abused badly. And the you know, she's okay with it, and she's functioning well because she's had all the therapy, but these tendencies remain hardwired. Yes. She has to be hyper-vigilant and alert and, and uh, be aware of what she's doing to herself in her relationships. Yes. It, what Drew is saying, it is not like, um, it is not like, uh, well, it's, it's, it's the paint we put on top of the fabric. It is the fabric. It is the yarn. You, you cannot just wash it out. It is the actual... Substance. The substance of the person. It is in grain. It is in the fiber and in the muscle. All right, I'm going to pee. Why don't you try rapping at this time? Yo, yo, kick some flavor and stuff in love and line. I'll be right back in a minute. I'm sorry, that was really bad. You're just not straight like me. Buying a car can be a stressful experience, but True Car is changing car buying forever. Yes, True Car helps car buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. Last month, over 45,000 cars were sold by the True Car Certified Dealer Network. And TrueCar.com users save an average of $3,046 off MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three steps. Go to TrueCar.com. Find out what other people paid for the car you're looking for. Then register at TrueCar.com to see the upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. And the third step is simple. Just print out your True Car Savings Certificate and take it to the True Car Certified Dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. Every day, TrueCar.com users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Save time. 
save money, and never overpay. Visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com. Adam Carolla's Mangria presents Universal Sun Live. Make this a Father's Day to remember with the one-of-a-kind musical experience at the Westin Lake Las Vegas. Universal Sun, a two-day family event with special performances, meet-and-greets, and showcases, featuring family members of some of the greatest musicians in history. With me, Jonathan McEwen, and Jade Hendricks. And come to the free brosé tasting with Calico the Band, hosted by Mike Dawson, Friday, June 13th, 7 p.m. at the Westin Lake Las Vegas. Universal Sun, Father's Day weekend. Tickets at 24ticks.com. Phone number 1-800-LOVE-191 Fax number 310-854-4455 I'm Adam Carolla That is is him Board certified physician Addiction medicine specialist And thrill seeker You remember that show? No Chuck Connors would uh, Never saw that show No Oh this is a great show from the 70s. Chuck Connors used to host this Wait, thing. Th- those are non, th- those two terms don't go together. I know. Great but show, 70s, no. This was brilliant. Chuck Connors would say, uh, uh, thrill seekers, they're a certain breed of cat. They not only look danger in the eye, they seek it out and lick it. Which was um, infinitely amusing to uh, my 12-year-old brain. Oxymoron. All right. Uh, hey, uh, look who we have calling here. <laughs> Hello. Chris? Yes. How old are you? 25. All right. <laughs> Chris Hardwick, ladies and gentlemen. Boy, the... I'm really doing a lot tonight, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I have time to hold on the phone for 112 minutes and give you some... Give you... Oh, please kiss my ass. You've been on hold for two minutes, for Christ's okay, sake. Okay, two minutes. Who gave you the hotline number anyway? I took it from the program director, right, along right. with some pictures of his assistant. Hold on, uh, and uh, mental note. Let's have that. Okay. By the way, Chris, uh, spell out who this is first. Of all. This is uh, none other than Chris Hardwick, the host of the hugely successful MTV Singled Out program, now on its uh, 16th season. <laughs> also, uh, he sits in for me on the rare occasion that I'm not here, which is very rare. It really is. Uh, I'm telling you, if you had a medical degree, I'd see you twice a week. Which, and you know, and I, I said it for you when you went and got drunk at the uh, at the Video Music Awards. I stayed behind. Yes. And, and hosted. How ironic. I know. Can you believe that? But you did come on the television program when you did brought. Oh, are we allowed to mention that now? Inflatable sheep. Oh, which that's still right. Adorns Adam's. Screw dr- you. Yeah, you still. I heard you still have the screw yeah. you. Yeah. Yes. It adorns his dressing room. Uh, uh, Chris came bearing gifts. Uh, it was the subtle, was the subtle uh, nuance of the of the the birthmark on the on the sheep's uh, muzzle that I think really really made it real. He brought in an inflatable uh, sheep. It's called the Screw You, and it actually has an orifice in in the back, uh, which a man can pleasure himself. And uh, let me tell you something: don't go into that orifice. And the funniest thing to me was the box that it came in because it actually explained to you why it was better than not a woman, but better than a real sheep. <laughs> like like no annoying bleeding to annoy the neighbors and, oh. and none of the you know no mess. Like I don't know, it's, I shouldn't have done it, but I, I was in a strange. Chris, why are you calling us? I'm calling because you were talking about the the adhesive condom thing. Yes, and uh, and and they do actually exist. Uh, I, I myself have never used them, uh, but uh, I know that. Uh, uh, there's a store on Melrose. I can't remember the name of it, but I know that this guy was demonstrating this space age condom technique on a on a on a water bottle. Huh. And there's an adhesive strip around the inside that goes just underneath the base of the mushroom cloud and sort of, you know. Oh, you mean the, the adhesive strip goes way down on that end? Well, it's This concludes another podcast1.com program.